My next guest has been a fashion stylist for many years. Lucy McGill has designed clothing, owned retail stores, and has worked with celebrities and everyday people to uplift their wardrobes. Today, we talk to Lucy to get some tips and tricks on upping your own wardrobe ante. Please welcome to the show, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Hi, darling. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show. Oh, I'm so excited. It's such an honour to be here, darling. Very much uh, been looking forward to it. Oh, uh, thank you so much. I'm actually fascinated because the one thing I haven't done on the show is spoken about fashion. And I think it's a very important thing that we speak about because it's totally. normally the first impression that a person gets of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether it's right or wrong, you you know, what, what you wear is a reflection of who you are, but you know, there's so many choices out there. It can be That's very right. daunting and confronting. And we've all seen those Walmart photos, so we know what to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucy, tell us about your career in fashion. Oh, darling, it's a, it's a very long one. Like, um, it really has been all I've done. In fact, at school, my only Saturday detention was reading Dolly magazine. So for, <laughs> for those who are in my decade, they'll remember that was the cool fashion magazine. But I launched into the basics, which I would recommend for anyone. I, I started with sort of Sports Girl, which gave such good basic retail training. And I worked my way up from, you know, casual all the way to running the 23 Sports Girl stores in Victoria. So very much retail background. I also sort of studied it along the way just to sort of as I expanded into those roles so I sort of worked my way up I suppose over eight years and that was in Vic that led me to Victoria when I was running those running the um, Sports Girl Victoria 23 stores and uh, then I moved to Sydney with love and I started working for a company for, for those who are my sort of decade there was Marks the brand with oh, and Diesel. So Mark Keery ended up becoming one of my very dear best friends. Um, he sadly died of cancer, but before that, he let, he he really founded a legacy. So I started um, with Marks, and he went over to Italy, and he fell into the taxi drunk one night with this guy who had a suitcase full of jeans. His name was Renzo Rosso, and the jeans were Diesel. He bought them back and I was starting his wholesale business. So he had a number of retail stores, but he wanted to get these, his brand out across Australia. So I fully packed with my Mark's suitcase. I said, well, give me the diesel suitcase as well as I went on my road trip around Australia. And well, from zero dollars, we just ran. He ended up turning over, it was a company that was worth 23 million uh, when he died. Um, and the diesel brand uh, was just such a legacy. So it was very great to be at the forefront, pioneer that into the wholesale market, um, you know, from da oh, David Jones all the way through to those sort of premium mm. boutiques. So Sports World, I guess, gave me my retail training and then obviously running the Marks and Diesel wholesale business, setting up and structuring that gave me the wholesale training. So then that was, yeah, so then um, became a single mum. The boys, my twin boys were like one and a half, two years old. So I moved back to Adelaide where my roots are. And I founded a business, a retail business called Platinum. And it was just when everyone was, you know, it was just the boom before, you know, the roaring sort of everyone was starting to put everything on credit and we all lived this very decadent life. And I would... <laughs> I had this, you know, mixed brand, a multi-branded store. It was pre-online and I'd fly to the US and pick the coolest brands. I remember it was when Subi had the, the rats on the runway and I was um, uh, flying yeah. to LA and I was bringing in Seven and Juicy Couture and Diane von Furstenberg. I just couldn't keep up. I think jeans back in those days were retailing for like $400 and I would just yeah. be flying back and forth to LA to get these jeans. So 
it was a great first business and that was definitely premium retailing and everything I had learned from my sports girl structure and training. Um, and then I went on to open up a fashion agency when I saw all the online things happening. I felt it was time to sell. So I sold platinum at a high. I was very lucky with my timing and intuition is everything in business is what I, I would share with your gorgeous audience. Um, particularly for women. I think we're good at it. Um, I opened Lucy Miguel Agency. So because I had developed these fantastic relationships at Platinum with my with the designers and whatever, I set, went to them and I said, well, you know how I retail, let me represent you in South Australia. And because um, it was booming in those days, there were stores opening up everywhere. Um, so I had a mix of Australian premium brands and overseas premium brands. And I was very exclusive with who I'd let in. So we quickly became the cool brand. You know, if you wanted to be represented, you had to be represented in, in South Australia by LMA. Which sort of then led me on to, because my friend Mark had died, I, um, it, that deeply wounded me. So that's when I decided to put my first collection together, Angel Wings. So it was in honour of Mark. Um, and I think 2009 Fashion Week was my first showcasing of that. Um, and then I then developed a, another retail um, sort of sanctuary. It was more where all my own brands. It was Pari and it was very much that boho luxe. Yeah. I partnered up. I had a business partner and we stopped only um, my own brand, Angel Wings. And then my business partner and I went on to develop Pari the label and Joffe Earl and we would then fly to India and China and bring in containers of very cool boho premium art you know lots of sort of homewares and cushions and throws that would go back with our collection um, and so that was sort of that was sort of my last business um, up until I developed um, but st had, styling had always been what I had done like I had dressed women literally from when I was at Sports Girl yeah. and so styling had always been my thing and I had a bunch of clients on the side that I would be always in their wardrobes packing for their vacations but they were a premium woman and I really felt there are so many women that are missing my magic this is mm. I really feel this is my gift from God literally what is it? Dressing women, putting outfits together on them so they feel beautiful. Well, if it's so one thing I know, I know that you're known for that around town. I mean, <gasps> even with some of the people that I work with, they're always mentioning you when you come in. They, you know, they're always checking out exactly what you're wearing. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Also, on the point of Marks, did Marks have a, um, like, what do they call those outlet shops in Redfern? For a minute are they i think in the end you know like a lot of fashion businesses that ended up when mark i think if you've got the visionary and the leader of a company and you take them out it never is the same yeah. business so when groups like oraton group took them over or billabong took over like tiger lily and you know all of these brands get taken over they net they lose their x factor and the x factor is the visionary the person well no I, I must say that i remember that shop and that was when I actually first oh, came. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's when yeah, that I was, first actually like became first aware. And yeah, I am not joking. Right. That yeah, the so clothing, cool. I yeah. uh, seriously, I used to. Well, I my brought, office was above there. That's where are I had my showroom. Serious? Was. Oh yeah. my god! So we crossed paths. Way I back. know. I would have been <laughs> under you way back then. <laughs> <laughs> it was destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, what yeah. drew you to fashion originally? I mean, I know you've spoken. I, it really is. 
it was just like some people know what they want to do. I, yeah. I like my father would laugh at me because he'd say, "Oh, the outside of my books were all covered. It looked like a, mag- a Vogue magazine and just so cool." And then you'd open up, there'd be nothing in it. It was like, well, I don't need to study. I know I'm just going to be a fashion designer or be in fashion. That's but funny. I must say, it's been uh, so. I knew it. It was within me. It was the yeah. creativity and the visionary. It was yeah. Always it's funny. Fashion. It's funny you say that because all of my books were drawn uh, filled with doodles. <laughs> so obviously, I then became an artist also. So yeah, maybe that was. That's the secret. Maybe we could psychoanalyze all the kids' books. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're going to be an artist. You're going to be a fashion designer. Yours is full on the inside. You're going to be a doctor and the outside's empty. You're going to be a criminal. (laughs) 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 What are some of the most famous, uh, like your favorite moments of your career? Oh, look, you know, I think Fashion Week with um, when I had to host Macy Gray, um, who was very cool, you know, and she was. Um, she got a little bit smashed, so I had to sort of take care of her, get on the <laughs> runway. She was doing a March show. You know, the platinum opening, you know, I had many friends and celebrities that came to that. And, you know, I think that it's all, but really the favourite moments have been creating beautiful things. And my favourite thing is, is, is empowering women and dressing women. I must say, this is, that is just my thing. So, it's funny because you see all those shows that are on um, like reality TV shows at the moment that are yeah, all yeah. over the stations where they're sort of yeah, yeah. Making, making over women. Um, yeah. some, some involve just clothing, some involve the whole surgery, surgery yeah. et, cetera, et cetera. But the one thing you will notice, and it's, it's why they do focus so much on it, is the clothing transformations because it's absolutely totally. amazing to watch when someone yeah. can put on an outfit that's, you know, that's fitting, that suits yeah. them, the difference mm. in their, their posture and, you know, their, their totally. confidence is totally. amazing. Yeah, yeah totally. So and what would, sort of what, sorry, continue oh, on. No, continue, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I was just going to say. You know, that's what the first thing when I get into my clients' wardrobes is if, if they have not worn something in two years, I say it has to come out. So the negative, people don't, they underestimate the negative thought process of oh, they're a size 14 and they look hot but they've still got a size 10 jean and they're going I will when I fit into that so they're telling themselves every morning I'm not the right body size but instead if they had the hot brand new high rise cool you know wide leg jean with a big man style blazer and a cross body bag hot pair of sunnies they'd look way better than they did in the size 12 jean that's not even relevant style fashion yeah. anything anyway so You've just reminded me I need to clean up my wardrobe. Yes, honey, you need to clean out your wardrobe. It's a wardrobe detox. I love it. So what would be the first steps you would offer someone who believes they need an overhaul? Uh, I, I, well, in my, I have developed, um, as I said, I was only sort of getting into those premium big wardrobes, but I knew there were so many women that wanted me. So I developed a masterclass and I, with eight modules. And the first module is the only dull one. That is the one where I literally take them through and explain to them about, you know, the psychology of the wardrobe. I get them to go through and pull out anything that they haven't worn and, I, and anything they haven't worn, they put into three piles. One is donate because someone will be so grateful for the things that you don't no longer need. Mm. One is consign. Now there's the new retail, the new boom in fashion and is actually, you know, a lot of consignment stores. There's from high end where you can trade your designer bags through to Facebook groups where if you've got brands from Q to Sports Girls, Sass and Bide, you can trade there. So you can actually get money back 
from stuff that is just clogging your wardrobe. Mm. And then the last one is retailer. So at the end, I have a one hour Zoom with my clients and something might be sentimental. They might have met a, their husband in or they, it's such a, it was expensive or it's a premium fabric. We work out a way that we can re can redesign it, that, that, they, that they can, you know, still have those pieces. And then they have to just, I get them to buy the velvet hangers so that's all clean and then put it into categories and then buy just an Ikea sheepskin rug and boom, every morning already without me working through your wardrobe from there, you would already on your own establish a whole lot more looks because it would just be feeling fresh and clean and clear. It's It's very important. Very important. No, that is so true. I mean, I know it myself. I actually last year went through and got rid of 12 garbage bags of clothing. Oh, my God. You're always so fabulously fashionable. That does not surprise me. Mind you, 12 is a bit decadent. Once you can keep on top of it every season. Yeah, but I I think at least 11 of those bags were size 30 pants that I thought I was going to wear. Yeah, good. So that's right. Exactly. But I I ended up giving all of it to charity because I just thought, you know what, good or bad, you deserve the best. Totally. It is a lovely feeling. It is, you know, some beautiful pieces that you can give is, is, you know, rather than giving to donations when people ring and ask all the time, you have actually donated. You've actually, you know, been philanthropic in your own way. So it's kind of cool. And it's funny, you know, because I always think to myself, I hope one day that I see someone walking around in it because I loved, I mean, I love all my clothes. Can I tell you my favourite, favourite actual thing in fashion is when I see someone in an angel wings like, six years ago collection where they've got a sequin star one shoulder top or something I'm like oh my god you look beautiful it's like I I don't even have that in my wardrobe you know like it's (laughs) like you're seeing a piece of art and not yeah I know definitely I love that too it's a great thing to see on the street are there such things as staples for the wardrobe well do you know there really are I think that you know for me I find um so many of my clients have big functions coming up. So they'll go and spend a lot of money on one dress that they'll have because they've got their husband's function or they've got a races day or something. So they'll spend sort of $600 on this dress, but then they won't spend it on their active wear when really they're wearing their leisure wear, active wear, athleisure wear all day. Mm. Um, So if by the time I get to their wardrobe, they don't need to go and buy those expensive dresses because I can show them premium ways to wear like a very cool skirt with a blazer. But the essentials, the staples are really are a fantastic cut blazer, you know, and a really good cut suit pant and a perfect white tee. If you've got those sort of essentials, and then I'm a real one for accessories. So if you've got a cool, cool sunglass and a crossbody bag, that whole outfit in itself with, you know, with a pointy toe ankle boot is so chic and they will work back with every single piece. As I said, you mm. can dress up that jacket with a sequin skirt and a gorgeous one shoulder bodysuit, same ankle boot, and that could take you to the function that you just spent $600 on, then use that money. That's so I educate them on how to, to use their money wisely, get money back consigning and spend on quality things like a really good cut T-shirt, a white tee that looks so fresh. And um, yeah, like one good pair of sunglasses. It's amazing yeah. how that's going to give you way more value than this one dress that sits in your wardrobe. I actually think to myself too, I wonder why people don't, because I mean, I've, I've gotten one myself in the past, but I wonder why people don't who, you know, because sometimes what we'll do is we'll either be people that just go and sort of buy on the whim 
or will yes. it be people that sort of plan ahead and go, okay, well, I need to, you know, refresh my wardrobe. I'll go and spend a couple of grand or a grand or 500 yeah. or whatever it may be to just have yeah. a little, you know, grab a few things. But then, you, you know, I, I look at women and they go and spend some really ridiculous amounts of money on dresses and like yeah. ones that they're going to be wearing to an event. Yeah, and I always, and I always think to myself, why wouldn't you go and pay a stylist to help yeah. you find a dress that may not be as expensive, but it's totally. going to look amazing on you. Totally. And that's exactly, you're so right. Like it's so amazing. And like, even in my masterclass, I have links, shopping links, because everyone has a different budget, you know, like for a perfect yeah. jacket, I'll have a link from Cook Eye all the way through to Camilla, Camilla and Mark to international brands, you know, depending on your budget. So, you know, but I think, and then they scroll through Instagram and they buy this and buy that and they reclutter their wardrobe, but it doesn't all matter. It doesn't all work back. Mm -hmm. So you don't need a lot. You just need to, have you know learn how to put it together and yeah you know as, and have good items yeah and good items because less one of one of sorry what were you going to say the less is more <laughs> less is more and it really is about conscious consumerism now like i really think that it is about slow fashion not fast fashion it's yeah. about you know using what we've got in our existing wardrobe hey we loved every item that went in there at one stage and if with the right little tweaking of you know, the crossbody bag and the right shoe that old piece comes to life again and you haven't yeah so it really is actually very very much a great investment when you have a stylist because you're using what you've got and you're very consciously adding more rather than just scrolling through instagram grabbing that buying an expensive dress you know so it's yeah. um yeah one of one of my most like I've got a jacket that I mean nearly every single when, whenever I wear it I know I'm going to get a comment on it but yeah. like nearly every person comments on it and you I always that, look chic though you yeah. always look but so this chic. jacket I think was about sixty dollars <laughs> yeah that's right you know H and M have got great trenches at the moment like yeah. so you don't need to spend a lot of money on a trench coat but you can you know but maybe go to Lululemon and get great active wear because you end up wearing that two days exactly. a week and you've got to look fabulous all day with the right sunglass crossbody bag and a cool hoodie denim jacket you look chic all day That's and feel it. good exactly do you think everything needs to be costly absolutely not for me i believe that high street and high end that combination is mm. so cool it actually when i in fact brand on brand to me looks you know, like too predictable. Yeah. I actually prefer the unbranded and, you know, to have, you know, yeah, like an H&M trench over a fabulous, you know, expensive skirt, but with a cute little Tony Bianco ankle boot and a branded sunglass. You know, you, you don't, there's so many cute crossbody bags. You know, I, I'm getting all my clients to Google just the strap. Yeah. The strap of the crossbody bag. And then they can have it back with any of their old bags that they've had, but they've got the cool new strap. Uh, De Cuba are doing them for like twenty nine dollars, and they That's look like idea. Mark Jacobs. You know, so it's just those little tricks and tweaks along the way. Yeah, definitely. What would be your four must haves in the wardrobe? Yeah, my four must haves are a, a fantastic cut blazer um, for, from over denim to a skirt. If you're going, if you've got a sequin skirt and your blazer, you can take that to that very, you know, fabulous function. Um, you know, as I said, denim over leather, over, yeah, anything there. Uh, so a great cut blazer, and it is all about the man-style slouchy blazer at the moment. Um, a perfect white tee, like investing in a really good quality, you know, whether it's Jack and Jack or Basic or APC or Velvet, a really good fresh white tee. And it's about, um, then I love, a, you know, as I said, a crossbody bag and a very good sunglass. 
you know, so Selena doing the best sunglasses, but there's great options even down to, um, you know, uh, different brands that are doing the same sort of knocking off the same look at a cheaper price point. So that was all on my blog last week, but yeah, so I think a couple of good accessories and, but a blazer and a perfect white tee will take you anywhere. I love a white tee. Fresh white tea is just uh, so underrated. It is. And the only, the only, the only bad side is, is that when you first spill some food on it. I know. And, and got, like, you do have to update them every season. Because yeah, they you really do. But then you wear them with your workout gear the following season. So that takes your workout gear up and you put a denim jacket, crossbody bag, those same sunnies and a cool slide. Your day off duty looks very good. And you've still got a cool white tee. You might have a bit exactly. of a hole here or there. It's, but it's so true. They, yeah, exactly. It's all about hiding. <laughs> yeah, totally. I've lost a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. you name three top style icons for yourself? Oh, I think Earl McPherson nails it. I love yeah, her she effortlessly does. chic. She, you know, she sometimes throws that bit of boho luxe when she's traveling. I think she's just really, she does a suit, suiting incredibly well. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, I just absolutely love because she just oh, sort of so is a bit quirky. And has this incredible like X factor, and um, so I'm mad on her. And then there's this new one I'm following on Instagram, Grace Grecian. She's um, in her 50s. She's got silver hair, and she just does print and bold prints and patterns, and she throws it all together. And she really is a style icon. There's a lot of 50 year old style icons that are just starting to develop. Um, mm. Accidental icons, another one. You know, there are some cool ones. Are um, that I follow on Insta that have really got the, you know, style. Very cool. Do you know what I love too at the moment is that the, how men's fashion's changing. Like men yeah. are really wanting to stand out and look different and they're sort yeah. of not, not following the old rules like we used to. No. You know, That's sometimes right. you'll wear a skirt, a kilt, a, you know, totally. whatever you want. And I just think it's amazing. I love seeing it. Well, I love how the international brands are throwing the odd man on the runway in the women's clothes. And I yeah. feel like that, that, that whole talk about, you know, transgender, gender, all of those things, you know, I think that it's, it, I love that. I feel like that's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think to myself, if, you know, if on this planet we've got things to think about, like coronavirus, death, et cetera, et cetera, then shouldn't we just be lightening up and having a little bit of fun with the things fun. we can? Not taking you know, it all too seriously. Who cares? It's just a skirt. Yeah. And it's just have fun with it. It's only fashion. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So can you tell us, Lucy, about your masterclass? Go into depth for us. Okay. So the masterclass... Um, as I said, I developed this platform um, actually in COVID, because, but um, I put it all together. It was, I have a business coach out of the US and we really worked down what is your ideal customer avatar? And it really is, and what is your gift? And it really is simply just dressing women. But it was always in sort of women that had a bigger budget, wardrobes that I was always in. And I just felt like there were so many women that couldn't afford my one-on-one -on -one services. So I developed pretty much what I do when I go into these women's wardrobes. And I've made it relevant for winter 2020. And I'm, I'm working now on my summer 21 edit. So basically I break it down. It's, um, and my, my US coach was great. She, like she helped me develop a platform that I buy like a subscription called Teachable. So it's really is like a curriculum and you can load it in. I made it look very eye candy and lots of imagery and there's speedy videos of me wearing all the different looks. So basically I break it the categories after wardrobe edit are denim, leather, 
Um, the whole athleisure thing that I talked to you about, yeah. like it really is about the trainer. You can almost go out to lunch in that whole, you know, a hoodie under the blazer, crossbody bag, trainer, you know, a lot of the streets short the man style blazer and a heel out for lunch you know that's not age appropriate for for women that I dress but you know it, you can still push it you know a little bit further so I did a big program on the athleisure like you think you know Rihanna wearing it all a one tonal tracksuit but she's got the long line fabulous Hermes coat over a big sunnies crossbody bag and she's traveling in it with a cool slide so I did a big program on that because that is a, a place where my women spend three days a week in, two days a week, and they're feeling like crap on those days. So I've taken them up a notch. But then, so I did suiting as well, so about the man style blazer. And I show three different looks over, so there was this, so say for the jacket edit, it was the man style blazer. I show three different looks in that. Then I do the trench coat. I throw, sorry, I show nine different looks in that, nine different looks in the trench coat. And then, um, so... And then with just like the tonal suiting. So there's everyone just goes to their own wardrobe and emulates as closely as possible that what I've done. I also threw in, because I'm five foot two and a size eight, another girl who's six foot and size 14, 16. So that so women could see the same look in on another yeah. body type. But people always idea. say it yeah, and we did that just, you know, just thrown in randomly because when people go, oh, but it wouldn't look like that on me. And then they, you know, it, it always does. It's just, you look fabulous in whatever. It, it's just, you know, this, yeah. So, so the masterclass, yeah. So I've got the six, um, so all the eight mo um, modules. And then they finish with a one hour Zoom with me at the end. So they would have created probably about 20, 30 different looks, but there would inevitably be things in their wardrobe that, you know, they've got a pencil skirt that they wear to work every week, but they're feeling so daggy in it. So mm. I'll work that pencil skirt in different ways. So we'll be on a Zoom, you know, that I'll be literally in their wardrobe over Zoom. And they get a gift with purchase, like this really cool bag, which is pretty much value of the course. Um, and then I send through a bonus at the end of a facial and, you know, so it really is, it's about, it's very much about, um, I, I just wanted to get to all women. I've got payment plans, you know, I'll be $99 over three weeks if they want to buy into it or one. So I just, and I've got all different budgets. So in every, after every edit, I've got all of the cool the best of the best links to all like the perfect blazer or the perfect suit pant or the perfect, you know, how I've put it all together so mm. that they can, they can go, actually, I'm going to spend money on a blazer, but I'm not going to spend money on an ankle boot. Yeah. So they can look at it all and educate themselves. A lot don't buy until they've had that one hour zoom with me at the end, but they feel like that they ended up by the time they've consigned their clothes by the time and got money for that, by the time they get their cool crossbody bag as a gift with purchase, by the time they've sort of got this clean wardrobe, they feel like that it's been the most value value orientated season that they've had. So it's been very strategic, I guess, mm. you know. But, um, and with, so and with that information, I'm sure that they can then carry that on. You, know. you just have the confidence, Anne. You know, yeah. they just can rock a few different looks that they never would have done without trying it. And then mm. they've got a journal they can put the photos in and they actually go out in a look that they go, oh, I, that's... Uh, that's too cool for me. That's too cool for me. Give it a go. Actually, I got 10 comments tonight. I feel so good. Like it's just that yeah. little, you know, so it just gives them the confidence to try new things. And with that, 
you self-developing even more style on your own because you're getting more confidence. And I love that you're not just, you know, telling them to basically go out and spend money. You're, you're sitting with them for eight modules going through their yeah. own wardrobe, it, really. My wardrobe to your wardrobe. Exactly. Pull it out, like, yeah. And then what you haven't done, what we haven't covered, let's cover it. Then let's consciously consume. So it really yeah. is about that. You know, That's it is. I am idea. passionate about that slow fashion, not fast fashion. Yeah, that's yeah, I think a lot of people up. do. They just spend money yeah. frivolously on things that they're attracted to totally. and don't give thought to what they might have at home to go with it. No. And then sometimes after it, uh, they've got, they go like just they'll book me for maybe one session one-on-one because they've actually worked with me. They've seen me on videos. I'm explaining everything just to, you know, or they'll do that for the following season, you know. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, you know, or sometimes, yeah, I'll just... Yeah, it, it's whatever they all, everyone's different. They come to you and they know what they want to get more out of and what they haven't. And so, but it's a beautiful, been a beautiful sort of, you know, process. It's been it really sounds cool. A, it sounds amazing. Um, so how can people find you? Well, they can go to my website, darling, which is just basically my name.com, but Lucy McGill, M-A-C, MacGill, M-A-C-G-I-L-L.com. Um, or they can find me on Insta. Lucy McGill stylist. So, but um, if they go to my website, lucymcgill.com, they get a, if they subscribe, they get a free weekly newsletter full of all the stuff because this stuff just spills out of me. Um, And they get a little, you know, they get a um, style guide if they sign up so that they can read that, which gives them a little bit of information. But it's really, they get basically a free, every week they get um, a, a fashion update on. This week it was about how to wear white denim through winter and there's a whole lot of eye candy, a whole lot of ideas. And I'm saying, come on, come on, beautiful, try it, try it. And when they come, you know, they, they a few people post pictures and they've tried it and they feel great. So, so good. Um, you know, a lot of people I want to, I'm, give, I'm happy to give. And then for those that build trust and want to connect more, then they seem to buy into the masterclass. I think that's amazing. And I mean, I hope the listeners actually take note of that, that um, just because you're getting a stylist doesn't have to have to cost you a lot of money. You've just mentioned how inexpensive the course is. I think that's absolutely amazing that people can jump on, utilize their own wardrobe, get ideas about how to, how to change, you know, looks every day for work, for play, I think it's yeah. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. No, it's been a it's been a labor of love. It sounds it. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for coming onto the show. I really appreciate oh, it. It was so great. It was such a beautiful time spent with you and your gorgeous your gorgeous audience. So thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure, darling. I will speak to you soon. Speak soon, dolls. Bye. That, we're gonna need a champagne soon, darling. Oh, we do, we do. <laughs> All right, darling. Thanks, honey. Bye. Bye.